toxicity is the degree to which a substance can damage an organism. The toxicity of our city, of our city. Toxic people do exist, and chances are we've met one or two. Sometimes they might not realize they're causing harm to others. On other occasions, they're fully aware of the power they hold over other people and actively intend to do harm. Isn't it interesting that we're never explicitly taught how to love? We build friendships, navigate early romantic relationships, get married and bring babies home from the hospital with the expectation that we'll figure it out. But the truth is, we often harm and disrespect the ones we love. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another riveting episode of your favorite life podcast. Dive into the shallows with us every single weekend. Now, the man with the master plan, Alex Tyshirt. Good morning, good evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another riveting edition, a back-to-back night edition of your favorite life podcast, Shallow Oceans. Fans, I never thought I could do this for you. A back-to-back night recording, just us two, where we could sit down together and graze through the land of higher consciousness and try to make us better if we can. (laughs) Welcome in to another riveting edition of your favorite live podcast. My name is Alex Tyshirt, and I'm excited to do something different than anyone else has done before. This is something that only I myself can give to you, and this is by far the best time of my week, and I'm surely knowing it's soon to be yours as well. Not only am I trying to help you grow as an individual, not only am I trying to pave out new ways and landscapes for you to adventure down yourself, I'm trying to positively reinforce you to know that you are good enough, you have what it takes, you are the person you are meant to be, just never lose sight of what you want to be and what you're striving to accomplish and the dreams that you have to bring into reality within this existence existence of life. And that is my purpose. I am your tutor. I am your guide. I am your coach. I am your best friend. I am your lover in a weird sense, but (laughs) I am here for you and I always will be. That is why I, yes, Alex Tyshirt did back-to-back night recordings. This is my second night back at the studios and I'm already in here doing another riveting edition for you. And just like yesterday's topic where we talked about sensitivity and how I'm sure a lot of people were sensitive to that topic, (laughs) tonight's topic is no different in the sense that it's going to be taken badly 
by the people who don't want to hear it, but at the same time, it's going to be a breath of fresh air for those who truly need to hear it because most people are scared to see their reflection. Most people do not want to see the man looking back at them or woman looking back at them in the mirror because they then know it is something they have to accept and also live with and be able to love when they themselves are scared to love another, they can never love themselves. We are never fully understanding this whole world's concept, this whole external premise outside of our own physical self, even deeper, which is our soul, our consciousness, our personality, our investment, whatever you want to call it, your individuality is the one thing you really need to hone in on and understand that is the most important thing that we need to work on and change because the more we lose track of who we are, the further we get to what this purpose is. The more we gain with age, and I've always said this and I still believe it, age is just a number. It should not define who you are. It should be the base premise of the way you carry yourself and see the world. So if you're 50 years old, don't act 50 years old. There's no need to be. Always perceive yourself as you like to see and carry yourself with that just and you can be more mature years ahead of your own days. That's what I'm premising it to and that's what I always want people to understand. So when you see today's topic, and today's topic is toxicity. Toxicity is something that is very interesting to me because there is many forms of this, there are many waves of this, and it very much comes down to toxic. Toxic is one of those things that we ourselves don't know how much we really do. We don't even know how many people around us are toxic people. We don't even know the environment, our work relationships, the workplace, or even the individuals which are close to us in our family, or even those we look up to. We don't know how toxic they really are and how much of this world revolves around toxicity. Toxicity is the premise of decaying your overall mindset, your moods, your premise, your positivity. I'm swaying as I say this, so sorry if it sounds a little different, <laughs> but it's very much so the base premise of a defining factor to not only help control the people that they want, but to also reinforce the wrong notions in people and also break down so many good connections, so many good values, and so many good type of people who are together because of this, and it really sucks. It hurts to see. And a lot of us don't even know how many toxic people we really carry in our lives. We don't know because we can't see it. When you're involved into a toxic relationship, to a toxic friendship, to a toxic work environment, to even a toxic self-view of yourself, you don't know how much it hurts you and hurts the people around you, especially in the greater grand scheme of being a part of a toxicity society. It really truly is as much as you don't want to admit it. I see it and I'm trying to help define it. So there's a lot of different ways to go with this. There's a lot of different angles, and I myself will always give you some of my input, some of my life lessons, and the ways I have gone with it, and thus helped me to see different ways, and I hope I can help you. So when we start on the base premise of toxicity, what is toxicity? What is toxic? Well, it's being somebody that is not only hurting the people around you, it's not only being something that is devastatingly dark and an entity that is derived off the negative energy and doing something to literally corrode people around you and mold and hurt them and bring them down to a level that is almost irreplaceable, that is toxicity. And that's what our society also bases itself around. 
I want to start with society before I get into individual. Society is based on a lot of things that we can't truly define because we can't see everything behind closed doors. We don't know how the whole world is ran. We are just going off of the assumptions of what people tell us and who we see as leaders, and we're trying to guide and hope that they, and thus can guide us, to the right and proper paths. It's a bad way to live. I'm going to let you know that trusting in politics, politicians, and presidents, and world leaders, it's a false hope to do because a lot of these people are not very good people. A lot of these people people didn't do things the right way to become the way they are and also they have to go through a lot of bad and back doors and also do a lot of selling out a lot of things that are completely toxic to thus implement more of a toxicity environment for all of us to live in and that's what really sucks the lesser of two evils always picking a party that doesn't need to be picked and we're just constantly looking towards the wrong people for help when the good people are really around you you need to find them and hold on to them and remove the toxic people it all plays into part this This is why war is still so rampant. This is why hate and racism and so much of this ignorance is still revolving today because of the toxicity environment we are born within and we don't even know we play a part within as well because we don't see what we're truly doing. We don't see how the world is truly acting and we never really know our potential of how we can either sway the energy from one way to another. It's very interesting and it's something we need to be more cautious about. When you think about the progression of society, when you think about the way things are turning and the way I see the world, we always have to give things a definitive notion and define things and make them seem like something they are not, thus adding to more of the toxicity in life. You you want some examples? I got some for you. We rationally judge people off the base premise of their book cover rather than the quality of the content within in the story. We very much judge people off of the betrayal they show us as their personality based or even their forefront view of social media or even their beliefs before we get to know who the person is. We listen to other people's insight and opinions on others before we ourselves get to know the individual to really see what it's about. We blindly go and support brands, different type of institutions, and even type of things we watch, not knowing truly how much it plays into the nasty system of the cycle because we think it's something of pure entertainment and something we find enjoyment in. Thus, we really have no idea of how much it's truly not the right side, so we just indulge in these things thus building more toxicity in ourselves. The thing that really hurts me when I see this is that it destroys so much around us and we don't even know why. It destroys so much without us even listening that it hurts. It creates so much of this tension. We can never truly listen to both sides without hearing a just cause, a just reason, and trying to proactively move forward more because we're so far behind. We're fighting with each other rather than fighting the true enemy that's in front of us. We're always worried about terrorists overseas when we have terrorists living in this country. It's a notion you must be understanding of and see that toxicity is throughout the whole world. The world is suffering from it. We cannot hope to fix it if we ourselves don't stop being toxic people. So as the global world is slowly fighting this and the world is slowly oozing this into your lifestyle, you have to see this and cut it off. You have to stop being a part of this vicious cycle and you really need to stop ingesting all of these things so much and letting it allow to control you. I myself, the reason why I notice a lot of these things and the reason why I've gained a sense of consciousness and I have this peripheral vision now that's very focused focused on forward and not backwards, not side to side, but where I'm going and embracing the moment is because of how I myself have removed a lot of toxic things from my life, toxic people from my life, and also the toxic nature I have built in a toxicity of a society. 
When I was younger, I was very led astray by the notion of this has nothing to do with my family, but it's the involvement of society, it's the involvement of schools, it's the involvement of social standards, it's the involvement of the way we carry ourselves and we view one another and how drama-based within the media, within actual entertainment, it's so heavily revolvent around a story. There has to be something gripping, there has to be something traumatic, or else it won't gain your respect or your view or your interest. That's wrong. It's not how it should be, but sadly, that's how a lot of things go. Go in life. I don't know if you know this, but a lot of relationships, when they start to get a standstill or there's some kind of an issue, they will manifest problems. I don't know if women more so do this or men so do this, but I know a lot of the time people can get stagnant and they can get bored. Boredom is the devil's advocate. Boredom is something that the devil uses. And when I say devil, it's just evil entity. You don't have to take this as a religious aspect. When you see this, it uses this and it makes you do things you would never do otherwise because you were quote unquote bored. Bored is not a word you should ever use. It plays a part in the grand scheme of toxicity and being a toxic person. When you are bored, you find yourself doing things you alone would have never done prior. You find yourself interested in things that would have never been something of interest before. And you slowly start to mold yourself around people who you find as quote unquote exciting when they themselves should have never been seen that way at all as well. It kind of comes to younger relationships. I see a lot of the younger youth when we're actually in school find different things in different people because we think that's of interest or of quote unquote excitement and it's thus not seeing of how it is toxic to our overall mindset, our view of ourselves and how it never helped us really understand who we are and the way we view ourselves so it thus builds into more of the toxicity of society. We have to stop this. We have to see this and understand this. It's the same thing with when you watch certain things. The Bachelor. I use this one a lot because I don't think people truly understand how bad this show is for you. You don't need to be ingesting other people's love lives. What is an exciting factor for you to sit back and watch 40 other women or men fight for one person? To see this whole aspect of they're trying to find love. They're trying to find beauty. Welcome in. Let me give you my name. I am Roberto and I'm here from Switzerland or Ireland. Whatever you want. And I'm here to find love and I need 50 women to find it. Uh, (laughs) Okay. All I'm going to say is that if you're sitting there, you're listening to these people, how they fight one another to get his attention, fight his or her competition to just get noticed or try to go to extraneous lengths to put on this forefront of who they might be or who they should be. And then behind the scenes, they're gossiping with one another, talking crap on one another, having issues with one another and trying to do more than the other person to get better cadence. Is that real love? Is that really something you want? To me, I think that's a toxic start to an environment. I'm not saying it can't find love. I'm not saying that this isn't maybe something you should do. I'm saying as a whole, though, it gives a really bad notion of what a relationship is and what investing is in somebody else. Here's another one. Let's go to social media dating outlets. As I said yesterday on sensitivity, I re-downloaded a social media dating app, which is called Bumble, where it's a one that gives the women the right to initiate conversation. And if they don't, within a 24 hour period, the conversation is negated and the match is unmatched. I like the concept. I think it's cool. Why not give women more of the power if they themselves live in a society where they're told the men have to make the first move? I'm all about it. I love it. But I've noticed that social media outlets and especially these dating sites, they're not as truthful to you as they make it seem. They're not as very pleasurable to the actual dating scene and overall positive to your mindset and the view of somebody else and how it should be seen. 
when it shouldn't be. Most people will argue with me and say that in today's society, when it's even harder to talk to somebody because we're all strapped with masks now, we're limited to how far we can go, how many things we can do, what places and establishments we can go to, and how much we can even interact with somebody because now they've bred you to think that social interaction is something that should be scared rather than wanted. These are the sources now that people go to just to find mingling, to find interaction. And again, I'm not trying to say if this works for you or you met your significant other through this, I'm very proud for you and I'm very glad and I'm very excited that you were able to make this work for you. I myself looking at these see as the overall haul how much it hurts rather than helps. Now we're turning dating into a shopping site. And hear me out on this. When I say that this is a very toxic environment for us to now actually date one another, now you're shopping for people. You're literally quick swiping if it looks good or bad. It's like picking up something and just looking quickly at it rather than reading the ingredients, rather than seeing if it's good enough for you, if it fits your diet style, if it has something that it's ingredient-wise that you're going to be allergic to, or if it may be something new that you wouldn't have tried otherwise. It makes you so comfortable and so settled on somebody's looks, you are instantly for something you find attractive rather than not. And again, I'm somebody that doesn't believe physical appearance should be the forefront of something that makes you attracted to somebody. I hands down say it's a spark. Don't get me wrong. I have to be attracted to somebody to truly want to know more about somebody. But it's not the forefront of my attraction level. It's not the forefront of something I'm going to base my judgment on you if I really like you. It's a spark. A spark is something that's so small without the proper backing of wood, embers, starting, flint. If it doesn't have everything it needs and then you put on the lumber and the, to build this enormous fire, what's a spark then? It's nothing. Most people chase a spark spark rather than the good quality to make a fire. That's my premise and what I'm trying to explain to you here. I want people to start seeing more inside of everybody else. I want people to find more about what they are. So why don't we have a dating site that is truly just based off writing about your personalities, writing about your interests, your loves, your levels, and it doesn't even make you put a picture of your face yet until you have to read through these things to understand what somebody is, see if your personal interest and all this stuff is aligned, and then you get to see the person and decide if you want to move forward or not. We don't do that because the people would say it's a waste of my time. I would disagree. I would say it's giving you more of an understanding of oneself, of other other people's selves and making you be more aware of the contradictions we carry, which is always judging a book off the cover and not the actual quality of the story. Read the back of the book. See if anything that is of interest before you start to see if you want to buy it or not. That's the way I'm going. So when I say that things like this is toxic, whether it be The Bachelor, whether it be dating apps, whether it be the whole mindset we have of these news outlets where you're literally tuning in to channels 2, 4, 5, 6, 10, 11, 13, whatever it may be, they are all based off the same rotation through Throughout every single state through the same five to four media companies who are basically telling them what they need to tell you. I want you to be observant of this and I want you to be aware of this to know that these are things that are not good for your overall mindset. They're going to tell you stories which gets them ratings, which thus is not good for your overall understanding of life. You're going to think the world is darker than it truly is. You're going to assume there's more evil in the world than there really is. You're going to start losing hope in humanity when you should never lose hope. You're going to start giving up on the people next door to you and never love thy neighbor because now you're scared to walk outside. That's what I'm trying to portray to you. I have never seen a time in my life now where more people are not close with their neighbors than they should be. A community environment is very rare now, and I'm just saying this because of my observations through my own community, through other people's communities. It has fallen off drastically to where now people turn into more of a gossip-based society. They start judging people off their looks and expectations of what they hear rather than getting to know them themselves, and people don't step out of their comfort zone because of now what they hear and the over 
overall toxic view that the world has betrayed to them. Do you understand how bad this is? Do you understand how hard this hurts us and how much we suffer because of it? Because now people have a set mindset of what the world is. That's toxic. That's not good. It's not something positive. It's not the right terminology for a word. I want things to be building. I don't want things to be stagnant. I want us to constantly grow. I don't want us to be happy with sitting at the same seat for the rest of our lives. Majority of people never leave their hometown. That is a terrible statistic to even hear. I'm not saying again, if you're comfortable you should leave. What I'm saying is don't be scared to adventure. Don't be scared to challenge yourself. I myself think if we lived in a quote unquote better world, which I view as very possible, but to most people it seems impossible. When I think about things we should do for our youth, we should expose them to more things. We should give them more knowledge. We should take them out of a toxic environment, which is the world. And when we put them in these little places that are supposed to be a home base with a teacher, an institution, whatever, we should guide them more, give them more freedom of thought, give them more understanding of nutrition, self-worth, understanding of emotional control, and spread their wings to take them to new places. Like, I only remember a few field trips, and they weren't even that crazy. They didn't go anywhere, and they weren't anything lavish. There was one time where they said, we'll take you to Washington, D.C to see sites and no 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 no. we need to take people to different states we need to take them to different environments show them different outlets show them how the world is living but alas we're scared of the world so we don't do these things because of the harmfulness people have been turned into because of the toxic natures the world revolves around you see how i'm basing this right how the concoction that is slowly being fed to us and we're slowly drinking it's so toxic we're not even understanding how much of the toxicity is seeping into our lives from just our daily rituals from the way we see one another from the way we treat ourselves. I mean, heck, even the way people drive when I do things and they get road rage. What are you getting so upbeat about? Who gives a flipping flip if somebody cuts you off? Go for it. I mean, if you are in that much of a rush, I am apologizing that I am 0.5 seconds deteriorating you from where you need to be. It's, it shouldn't be that much of a premise. I want to see people being more thankful for the things they have been given. I want people to be understanding of how much this world has given to you without you even knowing. The fact that you are living is such a gift. The fact you are listening to me right now and I have the premise of understanding, the ability to use my fluidity and also my mindset to make it into a vocabulary and have the reason of deductive reasoning and also the ability to portray my words into thoughts that you can thus understand and see for yourself is truly a gift. And I want you to see that I'm trying my best to pull these layers that the world has given you through all these addictions, through all these bad notions that are taking away from you and turning you into a toxic person. How do I know this? Let's transition. Let's go into people now and relationships with one another before relationships with yourself. Relationships with one another, it's one of the most dangerous things and one of the most influential things because it can either positively reinforce you or negatively reinforce you. Just like I don't know if you've seen in many movies, but one of my favorites is in The Emperor's New Groove with Kronk. When Kronk is standing there and he has kidnapped Cusco, which is one of the emperors of this place. He is turned into a llama and by Yzma, who is trying to take the throne from him and she doesn't like that he's trying to get rid of her. Well, when he's turned into a llama, Kronk is supposed to dispose of our good friend Cusco. And as he's trying to decide what to do, there's two things that pop up on his shoulder. There's an angel and a devil. I truly believe all of us have an angel and a devil within us, but depending on the way you view yourself, the way you view the world, and what kind of people are around you, will reinforce one of those two things. But remember this, the angel is 
mostly reinforced by yourself just as much as the devil is. So you need to be careful of what you take in as outlook, what you take in as aspects, and what you truly allow people to feed your mind and your views on people, including yourself. It's very influential, and it's very something that can be taken with a grain of salt at times because too much salt in any type of food is too much. It's bad for your health. So when you start to listen to this now and you have certain people around you, they're either going to be completely toxic or completely positive. And you'll start to notice things about them if you don't look hard enough, but you try to see it. The toxic people always have something to say about other people and not themselves. Toxic people always find something wrong with the situation rather than looking for the positives. Toxic people always find an issue with what's going to happen, what has happened, or what is happening rather than enjoying the moment. Toxic people will always look for things inside of you that is not fixing them, thus not letting them fix themselves. Toxic people will always look for shortcomings or make other people feel shorter than they do so they never have to stand up higher than they already are. Toxic people do a lot of these things and also you need to really be careful of what you allow them to tell you and what you tell them. Toxic people are going to find anything and everything they can to feed into the toxicity of not only their life, but society has trained them to motivate them to be the person they are. Be very cautious of this and very careful. The ways I say that is because when I was in my relationship with my ex-girlfriend, I noticed that the world broke us apart because of the toxic people that were around her, the toxic insights she was getting, and how much they were feeding her bad information of not only herself, but of myself. And alas, I had nobody around me at that time, so I had nobody to give me the good insight, so the toxicity and the toxic nature of my own mind was consuming myself. She was with people that were telling her she's too young. She's not doing anything. She's sitting at home. She's already a housewife and she's so young. She has so much life to live. What is she doing? Where is she? What is she truly wanting in life? And it starts to take away at you. It starts to make you think now, OMG, they're right. What am I doing with my life? I'm literally with the same guy I was with in high school and I've never been with anybody else. I've never done anything else. Who am I? What am I as a person? What do I want out of life? I'm just them. It's just us. What is me? Who am I? What am I supposed to do? And you start to have so much self-doubt now, the toxic notions start to just bubble and stir and it starts to say, yes. It's like Palpatine in the background. Dead. Dead. <laughs> just give me more. <laughs> and they're just sitting there just ruling in it. It's terrible. And now my side, I'm sitting there like I'm not good looking enough. Why are they with me? I have too much acne. I wouldn't want to be with somebody with acne. Why are they even here? Why are they doing so? Di Why aren't we talking enough? Why aren't we sleeping together anymore? Why aren't we doing any of these things? Why are we so distant? Why is she always trying to go out now? Why is this person always around her when I thought she wasn't a big fan of this person? Why is this person now always insightful in her life? Why does she act like she has a different mindset, a different mood? Why is the relationship we have seem to be so distant now? Why is it that I can barely talk to her, but at the same time, I'm sitting next to her, but I feel so far away? These things start to build up and decay. And when the toxic natures form, now you're in a toxicity of a society and a relationship and in a world. And that's what overall changes your mood and your mindset on everything. Now, thus... You're being worse to the people in your life that you should be good to. You're going to start pushing away the people that you shouldn't do. You're going to start allowing that negativity to corrode you from the inside to now feed into these bad people so now they themselves can find good compassion
reputation, they think, quote unquote, which is just really misery loves company. Misery is always looking for another friend to become part of its misery. <laughs> Miz always wants some more re in its life. This is why it seems like this thing is so iconic and so many relationships breaking up and why so many friendships end up dying. Why so many of these good natured people allow these things to infect their mind and to deteriorate themselves, their self-motivation, their self-confidence, or even being able to speak freely with one another because now it seems to be so far gone, you have no actual issue in sight. You don't even know what the real reason is for these thoughts, for these feelings, or for why you even view each other like this. Now it has been so far that you don't even know where to start anymore, so the easiest fix seems to break, to separate, and to have a clean sweep and start over again. When in my thinks and in my theories, when I see something break up, I don't think it should get back together. This is just my view. Let me explain for a sec. When I see something where it gets to a point where it breaks, I've seen so many people and younger people in my life, especially older people, they break up and get back together so many times. How does that sound like it's a healthy relationship? To me, it screams toxic. It doesn't sound like something that's good-natured for either people. If you have it within yourself to break up with somebody, why would you want to get back together with them? Don't get me wrong. I can see some things where it gets too far. A clean break is needed to separate each other from one another to come back and see what you guys messed up on. It's like a breath of fresh air. Sometimes you have to get up and go outside before you can go back inside and think clearly. I understand that. But if you're not running correctly and this thing seems to always break down and no matter what you do, the same issues still pop up, I don't think it's a good environment for you. I don't think it's going to be able to work or fix itself because if you don't see the toxic notion, and again, like in myself when I was younger, if you don't understand the wrong issues within it, you'll never be able to solve it. Maybe she did in my relationship. She was hoping I would chase her down. She was hoping I'd be the guy to come back and fight for her and tell her I was wrong. I didn't see these things I was doing wrong. And it's our time to change it and to become that superpower we could have always been. To be the next Mr. and Mrs. Barack Obama. You know, like we were meant to be that way. We can change the world together. But alas, I wasn't in that mindset because I myself was in a toxic environment. And it it wasn't even my workplace because I loved what I did. I loved where I was. I just let the toxic notion of myself corrode the relationship we had to become toxic, thus made my whole environment and the way I saw the world around me toxicity. And it was a very dark thing and it sucked. But I had to go through these things, alas, to sit here with you, to let you know I went through these things. I saw how much it is and how hard it is and how hurtful it is and how much it can break you down as a person. So let's pivot over to friendships. Friendships, they should never be toxic, not even one. One iota of toxicity should truly benefit in a friendship or a relationship like that. If your true value to someone deters when you no longer are valuable to them, what does that really say? If you yourself see them in a different light because of things they choose to do with themselves or if they choose to live a certain lifestyle, you've told them and or let them know the insight that you don't think it's a good thing for them or you don't think it's something that maybe they should look into because you're concerned, you're trying to be a good friend and they themselves keep doing it, thus hurting yourself and making you look bad because of it. And and then coming back and telling you you were wrong, it's not a healthy relationship. It's okay to have arguments and disagreements, don't get me wrong, but true toxic relationships will constantly eat away at you to benefit themselves. If there's somebody that always belittles you, if there's somebody that always berates you, if there's someone that always puts you down to make you feel like you're not good enough, you're not adequate enough, and I think that women probably go through this more than men do, I could be wrong, this is just something I've seen in my own life, and I'm positive that it's been a little bit more bluntly in front of my face and more so now since I see things more than when I was younger. 
But it seems that we slowly lose sight of what the true innocence was when we were kids. When we were younger and we found friendships, it was purely for the enjoyment of each other. It wasn't based on our position in life. It wasn't based on where you can get me, how we can get involved. If we have similar interests, we found enjoyment in each other and we found enjoyment in other things, which thus exposed us to more because we were getting more insight from other people's actual persona of what they enjoyed and it was a pure symbiotic relationship even if we didn't like the same things it's okay we could let each other know and talk freely without getting offended or hurt without being sensitive (laughs) it was no toxicity really as we're youth we only get involved with more toxic things as we grow and we start to adapt and as we're like little seeds and we're slowly growing in the environment you suck everything in around you to fertilize you and that's what thus makes you that type of tree because you go back to that to nourish yourself because that's the only nourishment you had It really does suck. So I want you to find somebody in your life that is not toxic, that is not bringing you down, that is not hurting you within your relationships. If they talk down to you, if they abuse you, if they make you feel like you're worse than you should be, or they don't make you a better person, if they are overbearing, if they're constantly calling you, if they're trying to always find you, if they're always abruptly showing up and not allowing you to be with other people, if they're putting down your friends or putting them down, making them sound like bad people, you can see these things truly. I want you to do this for me. If you're in a relationship, I want you to look at that person for who they are and listen to what they say. I want you to listen to the words they say and the way they say it because you can hear more from somebody when you listen to how they're saying it than what they're saying. It's hidden messages within the whole cycle of conversation. The same thing goes now with your friendship. I want you to really see who these people are. I want you to listen to what they do and very be observant of how they do things around you. If they're not doing something positive to help you, what are they doing? It's toxicity most likely, or they themselves are lost. Some people are so passive with toxic lifestyles, they don't even know it's happening to them. It's very sad and it sucks because you can see it slowly decay their views of the world and themselves. Try to help them as much as you can, but don't drown in that pool with them. Just try to pull them out. It's like quicksand. You can get stuck in it very quickly if you're not a strong person or an individual yourself. So be careful how far you go into it or close at all. So as you see this, you want to start avoiding this. You want to start finding people that make you a better person and challenge you. Have a friendship that is not based off of work relationships. If all your friends are your work friends, it's not a great way to live. You need to find people outside of work so you can bond with them on different notions. If you yourself only have friends through work, again, if you make it work, more power to you. I just think you need to find somewhere to be more freely, to be more of yourself, to have more of your similar interests. So hopefully if you meet a couple of these people work they themselves can introduce you to more people so you can grow that tree you can become a better person i'm not saying you need to have a quantity of friends to have a fulfilled life no 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 i'm saying you need to have certain amount of friends that can help grow you rather than just having similar interests and only pushing you towards those things you need to have challenges you need to have people that see value in you if you yourself see no value in you it's about like the whole cognitive relationship and being very symbiotic helping each other grow without even knowing and being able to change the premise of the world by just simply being. It's very important. Even the way I view the world, I see things so differently than most people, if not almost everybody. I view the world in such an impulsive light, with so much inspiration at the same time, highlighting the negative notions, but I never let it overfill me. I never let it take more of my cup than I allow, because I know if that will become me, it'll overtake me. I will no longer be able to see the world in the way I have been, because now these things are more on my forefront, thus building me into a toxic person. 
That's something I'll never do for you. I'll never allow that to change me because then myself will never be able to enlighten yourself. I'll never be able to sit here then again and fully be able to dive into these topics, to tell you what I see, to give you a very unbiased opinion because this is all based off observation and what I see the world as. The biased things will be me telling you things and what you must do. Rather, I give you situations, I tell you things and observe these things and refer to my own life to let you see if something is really relatable to your life. That is how conversations work. That is how we grow each other and that is how we change the world together. I can't do it myself. I'm pretty sure I've said this. I can only pick up so much trash in a lifetime. But if all of us start picking up trash together, the whole ocean will be clean in a very rapid way so we can all enjoy it if not the next generation. And I really think we've lost that too. Here's another little side tangent about toxicity. Why are we so toxic now with the views of our life that we could give two zips about other people? Like really dome this up for a sec. I for one am somebody that says if you don't care about your health, why should I care about your health? It's a very base premise. Doesn't mean that I'm going to stop trying to inspire you or still show you different things. Just don't expect me to do everything for you under the sun if you yourself do not care. You can't save somebody if they're not ready to be saved. They don't know they're a hurt. You can't find somebody if they don't know they're lost. It's the same concept. So if we're living in a world now where so much of everything around us is slowly breaking our mindset down, our mood down, and our viewpoint of each other down, how are we ever going to be able to overcome this? How are we ever able going to be able to change society and help the youth within their generation to be better? Why did we lose this sense now where we say YOLO? You only live once. How do you know? You do not know that. That sounds so ignorant to say because you've been told you only live in this existence once. For all we know, there is more after this. There was more before this. We have no idea. I'm not trying to make you stay on that point, but I'm trying to say it sounds so bad to say that we only live once, I could care less. The YOLO mentality behind it means I don't give a F. I'm going to do what I want, live how I want, and do everything to the fullest. You have a good understanding of living life, but it's terrible for the notion of creativeness and it's terrible for the evolution of humanity and the push forward how we should exist. That's probably why so many societies have failed before us because I don't know if you know this, history repeats, and I don't think we've ever learned from history. That's why so many great societies have continuously crumbled, because the powers that be use us to their own benefits. What I want you to see is that there is nothing more important than taking care of what's to come next. If you don't nourish, if you don't nature, if we don't help the youth and show them that there's so much more out there, they will be a worse product of this environment than we are because I don't know if you know this, we keep getting darker with society as it grows than better. Things are getting more sensitive, things are getting harder, times are getting tougher and people are getting worse to treating each other because of how we're evolving through social media, through social standards, through political correctness, through all of these things, we are no longer able to be ourselves. Expenses now, things are so expensive it's nearly impossible to have a one-person income to support a household. Do you know how bad it is for other people to raise your children? My mother is actually a daycare provider, and if it wasn't for the world the way it is right now, daycares wouldn't exist, and my mom would be out of a job. I'm not trying to say that they shouldn't exist. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be there, but I'm just saying that the whole premise that two people have to work to support a household is terrible, man. I wish you had more time to spend with your family, because time is so short for us. The realisticness behind this world and this time frame we've been given, it's extremely short. If you're listening to me now and you're in your 30s and 40s, Look behind you and how fast it got to you to be there. 
quite quick, right? When time flies and you start to stop and think about yourself and really live within the moment, everything that has been prior to this time feels like a blink of an eye. It really wasn't, but I'm saying the existence of time moves very fast if you don't embrace the notion. So if you both are working so much, how do you think you're going to build a healthy relationship for your child? It builds into the whole notion of a toxic environment because now you're so consumed with so much things, you don't have time to build your core, your base, your premise, your foundation, your home. And that sucks, and it really does, and I want to start removing more of these toxic notions in life. When I start my empire and my business, I want to make it to where people work four days a week. They don't work all these five days. They work less time. They can work from home majority of the time. They can take up to two months off each year paid vacation. You have health care. You have a home base. I want people to feel like it's home, and they're able to bring their kids into work. You're able to do this environment to spread and enjoy one another because what else are we doing? Why? Why are we here? If I can't make this a family, what is your family then? You feel me? I want to change the whole view of how we view business, of how we view the world, of how we view each other. I'm pretty sure by now this episode, whatever it is, 13 or 14, you're starting to pick up how I view the reality of how we can be and push more towards a utopia. It doesn't have to be perfect. None of us are perfect. It doesn't have to be that way. But we need to remove the toxicity in all of our lives. We need to remove the premise of why we're living this way and how it hurts us in so many of our daily lives from our work relationships, our physical relationships, our sensual relationships, our friendships, our even relationships with our own selves and all the people around us. We don't know how much is being done to us. I want you to see it. I want you to realize until you make yourself the best person, until you find somebody that's perfect to help you build yourself, stop looking for anyone. Find the one. Stop trying to just build something from nothing. Build the thing you were always looking for. Aspire to inspire. It's a way I live my life. I want to be able to help you. And I think doing this has a way to do that. And it does something within you, if not at the very least, make you happy about listening to this show. If you just come to this at least and it becomes something that's a new norm for you, you don't know how much that means to me because I know at least I'm inspiring you some way. And at the very, very, very least, I can give you my energy to take with you on a DVD special, (laughs) you know, to listen to of your times and you can download this as a blu-ray copy and you can even upload it to your favorite workplace (laughs) you know like this is what i want to do and i'm gonna do it i'm gonna remove toxicity let's do it together okay i think that's a lot i think i went on a lot of tangents there but at the base premise i learned a lot from this talk with you i learned that toxicity is the environment we live within I've learned that toxic people surround us to this very day, from our family, to our friends, to our loved ones, to our significant other, to even our base home selves, the way we treat ourselves, the things we consume, the food we eat, the view we have on the people around us, the work environment, the gossiping, the downright judgment of people just by the cover of their book, rather even not even reading the quick brief description on the back, not even looking inside before we give them a title. We need to stop this. We have to be better. We have to understand that to fix the world, we must fix ourselves. To be a better person, we must remove the toxic things that are decaying us from the inside. We can't save people if they're not ready to be saved. What we can do is inspire people. We can live a life that's so full, that's so great, that's so filled with love and positivity. It's just infectious. It really is. It's like a moth to a flame. 
eventually they're going to get zapped by us and they're going to want to change or they're going to not want to be that way. It is really like that without the dying part because we're not we're not the lights that's going to shock you to death. We're just going to spark you with some excitement, okay? <laughs> so I've seen it and I think it sucks to know that so many people suffer from this. And I think the steps you need to do is really reflect, really understand that what are you looking for in another person? Are you really just addicted to sex? Are you really just addicted to finding somebody with you because you don't want to be alone? Those are things you really need to fix or you're going to forever be stuck in toxic environments because then they themselves will use and abuse you. They know they have you where they want, so they're going to do things that are going to hurt you rather than finding somebody who's good for you because you never took the time to really find out who you are. Once you do that, you'll be able to find a fruitful relationship. You'll be able to build a better self and you'll be able to find the world you've always wanted to live in, which is right here. It's right within yourself and it's where I'm sitting right now in this studio with you. Hello. <laughs> It is quite amazing to see how far I go with this. I've said it before. I still don't believe it, and I'm pretty sure you don't believe it, so I'm excited to eventually start doing live shows when I have a bigger following, and the platform readily makes it available for me to sit down and just rant with you and answer questions and your concerns. I don't prepare for this. I literally sit down. I just finish a long shift again with different shows, doing all the elements for their podcasting, their requirements, their sponsorships and whatnot. As soon as I get done, I go and I grab myself a tea, sit my butt down, and I start this recording. And it's it's truly bliss. It's like seeing what a conscious notion of understanding is and seeing where my mind goes. And it very much surprises me. And I feel that I don't need to be using lavish words, an abundance of words, a trivial abuse of notion and understanding. I don't need to be using that to make you think I'm a smart guy. I feel like I have a good insight and I'm just doing things that connects to you. So I feel like that's enough. I feel like I went through a lot of different avenues. I feel like I touched on so many different things. At the same time, the base premise is just not being a toxic person. Don't feed into what the world gives you. Don't allow it to formulate the way you view yourself and the way you view the world. Don't do that because it leads to depression. It leads to mental illness. It leads to instability in your work environment, your love life, the way you see yourself. And it also leads you to do bodily harm to yourself or even harm to others. I don't know if you know this, but emotional abuse is just as bad as physical abuse. It stains people for life and it's hard to clean because you can't see it. So let's be better. Let's try to be better and let's turn toxic into positive. That's what I think we should do. I hope I didn't leave too much out of there, but I think that I'm going to enjoy coming back to these topics eventually because there's always going to be something new to say that's going to spark new interests in my life. And as right now I've started this show with just a basic general direction of where I have these things where I'm talking about my views and how I think it can help people and how I rant and rave on different one-word topics, eventually I'm going to transition and like have different seasonal things where I change my viewpoints to now talk about topical things, giving you my insight on what I see going on, or I'm going to talk about things that people have sent me questions, concerns, or maybe even go into more of like deeper thoughts with people and have guests on. Who knows where the show will go? All I know is it's here to stay. So you better be ready for some great stuff and great topics because every one of you that has given me support to this point, every one of you that's reached out to ask if I'm okay, if everything's all right, since I took a little bit of time off, I'm very much alive. I'm very much great. And sometimes it is okay to see that Diversions come in life. Sometimes these different paths we plan to go down never really come to fruition. And I don't know if you're one of these people, but I myself, whenever something diverts me from my path, I embrace the new calling. I embrace the new area I'm traveling down and I try to make the best of every situation because I think everything in life can be a learning lesson if you see it the right way. Even the things that are the hardest in your life, like let's say near-death experiences, they probably taught you something amazing or changed the whole shape of the way you live or the will to live or the aspiration 
expectations you have and shaking you from this premise that this reality builds around you, which is thus toxic, and it tells you that this life is your gift. Make it a gift worth giving. You feel me? Like, that's the way I want to see the world and the way I want us to live. So I want you to be inspired by that. So I feel like since I did so many of these certain topics the last few days, I want to do something different with you now. And I think that I myself... I'm somebody that I consider to be a dreamer. I'm somebody that sees the world in so many different ways. I want to give you some of them. I see the world in so many different outlets. I feel like being a dreamer is something that we should be and we should strive to be because when we're all children, what are we really? We're dreamers. How many of us lose the ability to dream as we age? How many of us stop remembering these beautiful dreams that we had as kids? I think a lot of us now are so far down this way of life and so removed from the ability we had, which was connected from our conscious to subconscious as we age and grow because so much of these toxic notions of life interfere with our mind and our mood set, I think we lose the sense of what it means to be young. We lose sense of what it means to be innocent and how it means to be pure. Pure of heart, a pure person and pure soul that's just truly here to help those around us and to better ourselves because we get so much joy out of other people's joys, which it truly should carry on and shouldn't be gift-giving. Sorry, Chris, if you're listening to this. I don't believe in gift-giving. I feel like it's just a a quick cop-out of just doing something quick for somebody. But if it's something that's personal or something that shows like your appreciation, that I'm all for. I'm just not for just buying somebody because I'm told to like Christmas and stuff. That's a whole different issue. Okay. I'll go <laughs> call that down a different time. You can call me cheap, but it's not about being cheap. I'll do something deeper for you. And it's like an experience we can enjoy together. So what I want to do next week with you is I want to do something called dreamers. I want to talk about being a dreamer, about something about dreaming your biggest dreams, of chasing your dreams, having dreams so lavish, people will think it's impossible. It seems like something that's not even manageable in this life. It would never even be fathomable. It's not something you can bring into the reality that we live in. But alas, what are dreams? What is reality? And what do we live in? We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. Shoutouts to Willy Wonka and Gene Wilder, by the way. I still say to this day, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is still one of my all-time favorite movies. Gene Wilder, by the way, rest in peace. You are an amazing soul, and I loved all of your work. I wasn't able to enjoy it at the time because I wasn't even born when you really were alive and well. So thank you for everything you did, just like Mr. Rogers. I think we need them more than ever now today. There's a quote in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that I love to this day, and it's, we are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. It's something that I think hit me so deep because without this notion, what are we truly? What are we really meant to do, and what are we living for if we don't create the world we wish to do? There is no life I know that compares to pure imagination. Another quote from Willy Wonka, as you can see, I love it. I'm probably going to listen to the whole song on the way home now, but I really want to touch on this with you, and I want to inspire you again to be that person you were before the world told you who to be. And I think it's going to be a big episode. I think I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. So next week, expect Dreamer. So this was a lot of fun. Um, I'm sitting here still smiling from head to toe, if I could smile from my toes. But I feel like this is just being positively reinforcement to let me know this is truly my calling. This is my gift. And this is something I want to do with you every single day. If I never meet another woman in my life, that's okay. Because I have all you wonderful lads and ladies out there (laughs) to keep me company every single week. And I'm very excited to see how this show grows, especially my other show, which is growing a lot faster than I thought it would. And we're doing so much. We're building a brand. We're building a family, and I'm here for you. So if you ever need me, if you ever want to reach out to me, please do. You can find me at Shallow Oceans, and that's on Instagram, 
Shallow Oceans. You will easily see it. It'll pop up for you. You can even type Shallow Oceans Podcast if you want to find it quicker. I'm there for you. And the show page is basically to let you know when things are coming. It's very basic right now, but I have some good stuff coming on the way. So be ready for that. Be on the lookout and don't dwindle when you see the good things coming on there. There's going to be some live streaming stuff. There's going to be some Q&As. There's going to be some new ideas for you. So please go ahead and give me a follow. I would really appreciate it. Also on Twitter, it is Ocean shallow. It made me ambidextrous or whatever they call it for being back and forth. Whatever it's called. I used to call it hop eyes, not eye hops. But you can find me on Twitter again at Ocean Shallow. Please give it a follow and you can see there it's just very basic right now. Not too much going because I'm doing a lot, but I'm starting to get better at being my own social media guy. And hopefully I can hire people to do that as well. Also, go to Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening right now. It's a big thing for me, and this is very important because if you are part of my Apple game, if you go to there and you leave me a five-star review and a comment, I really want to know what you think of this show. I want to know how it inspires you, how it's helped you, and what you think differently either because of it or the views you have on myself from it. And also, leave me some comments of things you would like me to do. It could be any type of things, anything you're dealing with in life. Try to make it a one-word thing because that's the vibe I'm sticking with at the moment something that you would like to hear a show about and I will gladly rant on it for you any single night of the week and I will do it without any bias my own personal touch (laughs) so I'm glad that you guys were here I'm glad that we spent this time together and I'm very blessed to know that I'm making my mark and I'm doing something that will outlive me. I don't want to do something that ends when I end. I want to do something that outlives myself. I want to be so incredible that I leave a legacy one day and I'm going to try. I really am. But I feel like the best way to do it right now, that's to come. Right now, I just want to help you. So be there to help me and let's build a family together because I'm Alex Tyshirt and you have just entered the Shallow Oceans podcast. So remember... In a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. I'll see you next week.